Welcome to the Unbecoming Podcast, where you can join me, Stephanie Baranowski, in an authentic, personal perspective of my expat journey and my many travel adventures. Grab a beverage of your choice, set yourself up in a cozy environment, and be prepared to be inspired. Each episode, I open up my personal narrative of what it's like to unbecome everything you once were in order to become everything you were meant to be. Let's dive in, head first, eyes closed, and a strong cup of tea. Making friends in another city is not easy. When I moved to both Vancouver and London, there was quite a bit of time after moving there that I actually didn't have any local friends. And it took a little while before I eventually met people to be friends with. And usually those people were through work people or people I met through work people. But when you move somewhere and you start living the expat journey, it's very, very lonely and solo at the very beginning. You have to get used to being on your own. You have to get used to your own company. And you have to get used to making decisions and formulating ideas on your own. So a lot of the times, the places that we grow up, There are certain ideals that those groups of friends or people that we spend time with that we all share. And over time, um, you end up with the same perspectives on things, or you might have different perspectives, but generally speaking, you hold a lot of the same values, same ideals, and similar perspectives on, on things. And every once in a while, you may have a friend in that friend group that challenges you in different ways. Um, But for the majority of the time, You have people where you just think the same thing and there's no growth in that. And it is a very beautiful thing to have friends that you connect with on that level, but there's no growth in it. So if you hang around the same people all the time, you become homogenized with that group. So taking the leap into the expat journey is really just taking a leap into getting to know yourself, getting to know what are you? What are your values? Are, are your values actually the same as your family and your group of friends? Or is there a different set of values that you need to discover on your own? And what about your perspective on things, your political opinion, your view of the world? What about certain decisions? Would, would you make certain decisions being on your own versus with your friends? And and how much influence does your friend group really have on the decisions you make, the perspectives you have, and, and your value system? And these are all questions that I came across when I made the jump to live the expat life in two very different cities, very large cities. And you really do. You're navigating the city on your own. You are navigating making decisions on your own do i do i take the bus do i take the train um do i do this for dinner do i hang out here do i explore this area and you're making all these decisions on your own based on what you feel intuitively feels good for you not because you're following a group of friends and the idea seemed like a fun idea and you want to follow your friends on the idea but you were 
intuitively making your own decision based on what feels right for you in that moment. And that's a pretty special thing. And when you learn to get comfortable with making decisions on your own and coming up with perspectives on your own and discovering what it is exactly that you value on your own separate from any other group, life starts to turn in a completely different direction. There's this moment of confidence that gets built. There's a moment of being more sure of yourself, more grounded in yourself. When you start to allow yourself to be an individual rather than part of a group. And when I spent the time both in Vancouver and in London, I did have friends to land on when I first got to those places. So I remember when I went to Vancouver, I had my friend Michael, who was from my home city, and he just happened to be there. And it was so great to land in, in a city and, and have a familiar face. And, and he did a lot of showing me around and showing me different parts of Vancouver, which was really nice. Um, the, the time with him didn't last very long, though. It was only a short period of time. I would say it was probably the very first couple weeks that I was there. And then I was kind of on my own. And we didn't really hang out much afterwards after that. It was kind of the first couple of weeks that I was there. It was nice to have that, that familiar face to land in a new city. And of course, I had my family there as well. But probably a month into my living in Vancouver, I really only had myself. I moved out on my own, separate from my family. I was making my own decisions. I was navigating the city on my own. I was exploring different areas on my own um and then and then when I moved to London a similar thing happened and it's quite funny is um the first couple weeks again when landing in London I had a familiar face from back home um somebody I had known since junior high her name's Shanti and we had uh it was nice because again she had already been to london she had some friends in london and so um it was nice to be in her presence and her having showing me around the city now that doesn't always happen and it's very rare for most people who jump into the expat life to jump into knowing somebody already or feeling comfortable with somebody enough to make it a soft landing and I just happened to experience that. And it made me realize, number one, the world is a small place. It's not as big as we think it is. Um, but number two, how fortunate I am to be from a city where it is so well connected that even if you don't talk to somebody for a long period of time, it's like that connection is still there and that distance never existed. And so these people that I had you know, a soft landing within these two different places. There are people I hadn't spoken to for a while, but it, you know, we had the connection of our, our home city and our past history, which connected us to this level of comfort to spending time together in a foreign city. And so I had those soft landings, but same thing within London. Once she left London and went back home after those couple of weeks, I was left on my own. And it takes some time before you get comfortable in a city and figure out what your niches are and figure out 
what areas you want to hang out in and what kind of activities you want to engage in. And from there, you find and you discover people to connect with based on your interests. Now, this is different from maybe the groups that we grew up with and and people that we're so familiar and used to being around is that there is a component of following the group and there is a component of having the same thought patterns and ideas of activities to do as a group. Whereas when you are left on your own, you really get to tune into, well, what do I want to do? What is it that I want to explore? And what kind of activities are going to make me feel good and fulfilled in life and feel like it's me? So there is a level of self-discovery when you jump into living the expat life. And within that self-discovery and figuring out and navigating where you go, where you hang out, that's where you meet your friends. That's where you meet the people you connect with. And that's where you meet the people you become new friends with. It's not easy. I remember being in the city of Vancouver. I was working for, I worked a short period of time for Lululemon there. And I met this girl. Um, and through her, I met her brother. And her and I had um, become good friends for a little bit. And then her and her brother and I became good friends for a bit. And over the years, her and I kind of just kind of separated from each other, our friendships. It, I don't know, somehow it just kind of disconnected. But I stayed very much connected to her brother. And him and I have become really good friends that every time I go and visit Vancouver, we always find time to hang out, whether we go for a hike together, or we catch up on things, or we go for a coffee or something. It's a good catch-up session. And she had moved away to another country, and I think she either lives in another country or she's come back, I'm not too sure, but there was a disconnect between her and I. But him and I stayed really, really good friends. And, you know, all the people that I met in Vancouver were generally through my workplaces and then met those other friends through work people. And I have still have those work people still on my, my social media account, mainly my Facebook account, which is good for connecting. And I'm sure if I reached out to any of those people that I could very easily make that connection again. Um, and some people over the years have made that connection, but that was about, oh, geez, almost 10 years ago. So um, might be a little bit harder to make those connections, but they do still exist. And you start to develop a friend group and people that you can feel supported by within that same city that people back at home may not be able to relate to you on the exact same level. They have no idea what you're going through. They have no idea what it's like to navigate the city. And they have no idea what the culture of the city is. Unless they've spent some time living there themselves Traveling just doesn't quite give you the full perspective of the culture of a city. Just by going to those tourist destinations, it really doesn't give you a good sense of what it's like to be a local in that destination. And so when you meet your friends living the expat journey, you meet friends who either are locals or they're expats themselves 
who can relate to you on a whole other level. And that level is shared experiences within that city, shared interests and activities, and a shared connection on different things you might go through in that city, whether it's political issues or weather or discovering new areas. Um, But there is a level of connection um, that people back at home don't quite understand or quite can get. And the same thing happened when I moved to London. When I moved to London, so it, was, it took a little bit of time, but once I, I got through that time frame, I started meeting people through dance. I started meeting people through my work, mainly, again, Lululemon. I don't know what it is about the culture of Lululemon, but I always seem to meet people through Lululemon. And lifelong friends. I can say lifelong friends, other than my other friend who I met on YouTube of all places, and now we're like the best of friends, and we've kept in touch, and uh, I'm sure we're going to be friends forever, and she was another one of my good friends in London, but that also evolved over time. I didn't know her before London, and there was a level of shared experience, shared values, and shared interests with each other, but within the city as well. And being able to converse and talk about different things that were happening in the city or places we'd gone to or experiencing these things together built a completely different friendship than my friendships back at home. And although I kept in touch with my friendships back at home, it was very hard to to connect to them the same way as I was becoming this different person. And I was as I was becoming more evolved into myself and and meeting new people and even meeting new people you start to discover new layers of yourself you start to um understand the world a little bit differently you start to understand people differently as you hear their stories and you experience life with them in that city together and you do shared activities and um, you know, you get to know each other's struggles and you support each other through the struggles of being in that new city. And so living the expat life is quite a journey and meeting friends and meeting people along the expat, in the expat life is friendships. I don't know how else to explain it, but friendships you meet on such a deep level And it's a deep level that you meet yourself at when you go on this journey. And I know I have lifelong friends over in London, just as I've created a lifelong friend in Vancouver. Um, I wasn't as exploratory in Vancouver, I have to say, because I was doing long distance with a partner, an ex-partner of mine, who I, that was my first engagement. And I think, um... That was probably, I mean, I don't regret that relationship. It taught me a lot, but I do regret spending so much time in that relationship that I lost a sense of being able to explore further in the city that I was in and discovering more layers of myself. I had allowed myself to absorb too much in a relationship that was back at home. He wasn't living with me in Vancouver. He was back at home and we we're doing long distance. And, and it really took my presence and my attention away from really experiencing life and being able to make more friends in Vancouver. Um, but that was a lesson in itself. And then moving to London, I had no romantic ties to 
Winnipeg or to my home city. And so I was able to fully absorb and dive in to really living the expat life and really getting to know what it's like to be lonely, what it's like to be by yourself, what it's like to rediscover yourself in many, many ways. And that was very, very special to me. I will, as much as I'm back home now, I will never, ever forget that experience of first moving to London and experiencing and going through what I went through and and going through the struggles on my own and only having my friends in London to be able to understand what those struggles be, are because of, they understand the culture of the city and anyone back at home, it was, it was really hard to explain and people didn't quite get it. So making friends as an expat, living the expat life, is really quite special. And it's a very different, special type of friendship. And like I said, it's a friendship that, that you meet deeply on the levels you're meeting yourself deeply as you move through your journey. When I reflect back on my friendships that I have made um, in London, I it brings a smile to my face and it makes me reminisce about all the special times with each of those friends. And I really can say I, I really explored and I really expanded myself to um, meet people and to um, be open to experiencing different things with those people. And I mean, most of the time I was working with them, but even within that, you're still experiencing life with them. And, and we would do things outside of work and um, adventure together. And I, I think also because all of us were expats, in a sense, there was really only, I think, maybe one person who, who really was like a local um, or a couple people were locals, really. But for the most part, uh, most of them were, were expats themselves. And so that was really quite special to experience because we're all in it together. And we're all meeting ourselves at deeper levels. And we're all experiencing different things that we can share with each other. And, and we're all, we all have different goals, but yet we're coming together and experiencing the city together. And I, I think about all those good times and I think about the, the people that I met and their stories and how that's really, really touched my life in, a, in many, many different ways that I will never, ever forget and I know that love and that support is forever there. I mean, I've been away for from London for three quarters of a year now. It won't be one year in, in June. And I can say I have still kept in touch with those people on some capacity and uh, plans to go travel and visit London is definitely in the future so that I can go visit all of those people. I don't, I, I have family just outside of London, but um, not family that I would say like I visit all the time, such as like my, my family maybe in Vancouver, but um, it's enough of a connection with those people for me to want to go back and visit and for me to want to keep those connections and keep that, that experience alive and remember just how much that journey and meeting those friends on my expat journey really touched my life and, and created 
a spark in me to rediscover myself in a whole new way. Like I said, though, it's not easy. There is a moment, quite a long moment of time before you actually get to the point of developing those friendships because you have to meet the people first. Then you have to kind of gain each other's trust. Then you start sharing your stories. Then you start becoming open to different experiences with them. And then through that, you start to evolve and develop that relationship, that friendship with them. And it does take a little bit of time. And it takes time before you get to that point. And it it can seem intimidating at first. But as you get through those hurdles one bit at a time, you build a confidence and you build um, an openness to people. And you're less judgy, you're less conservative, because you don't have a choice but to be open and to be confident and to be accepting of many, many different types of people that are not like you, that don't share your perspective, that don't share your ideals or values, because they all come from different walks of life themselves. But that's so special because in a way, it starts to open your mind to being open to being inquisitive. Well, wait a second. They value this. Do I value that? Or are these my values? Or maybe am I open to this value? My perspective. Okay, this was my original perspective. But they think about it this way, and that's a really cool and interesting way to view something. And I never would have thought about it like that had I not met this person and and had this conversation about that. And so you start to open yourself up, and you start to become more inquisitive about yourself and where you fit in the world and who you are as a person separate and individually from your previous group, moving into your next group. But even then, you start to see yourself as an individual, even within the new groups that you're creating. Because you're starting to to build on questions of inquiry and develop your own sense of self. And the other person is already accepting that you're going to be different in an individual. I don't think they expect you to be the exact same because they're in the same boat. They're meeting you. They know that you are from a completely different city and different background, but they're also open as well. And so it's two very open people with very different values, very different life experiences, different perspectives, different ideals, coming together, sharing their story and discovering themselves, but together in this really cool new environment. And I think that concept is so incredible. And if there's one thing that I would like to share with my future children, hopefully I have at least one, is that I want them to have the courage to take the risk to jump and live the expat life for a little bit, wherever that is. It could be anywhere in the world that they want to go, but there's something quite special about taking the risk and jumping into living the expat life, to discovering yourself, and to opening your eyes to new people, new perspectives, new ways of life, 
And I think there's something so special about meeting different people and developing on those relationships because the more that you do, the more you develop on different on different relationships with different types of people from different walks of life with different life experiences is the more that adds to your sense of self. Over the next week ahead, maybe you think about, you know, what are some what are some experiences that you have through travel if you've met any people through travel or if you've lived the expat life yourself like you've dived into living in a different city whether that's within Canada or North America or a different city in the world maybe think about um you know the types of people that you've met along on along your journey and and has that changed you as a person in any way shape or form and maybe think about if if you haven't actually experienced that what do you think it would be like if you lived elsewhere and you started meeting different people from different parts of the world and becoming friends with them, um, living in a different city? Can you imagine that and where that would take you as a person and, and the changes that you may or may not go through? Like I said, I, I hope to share this wisdom with my future children so that they can grow to be these incredible people that are going to do incredible things in life. And I think, um, you know, I, I'm quite different in my family and I'm, I definitely take on different personality characteristics than my family. And, uh, I think I said it in my last podcast and, you know, my one cousin asked me the other, you know, a month ago, so where is the next adventure? And I'm like, well, I don't know. We'll see where it goes. We'll see where it takes me. Because I'm always diving into the risk of things. I'm diving into the risk of, well, jumping into a new city. I've lived in uh, Vancouver, Kelowna, and London now as different cities to live in. And um, I'm sure they're not going to be my last ones where I I discover a home in in a different city. And, um, And I think it's quite special to be able to experience that. But how did I do that? I, I just, I have, I've had the confidence to take the risk. And every time I've taken a risk in my life, at first it was scary. When I think back to the risk that I've taken, um, in my early twenties and those risks, and at first they're scary to take, but every time you go through a new risk and you think to yourself, oh, wait, wait, okay, I made the jump. And although it wasn't quite necessarily the same outcome that I was hoping for or expecting or looking for, I still ended up okay and I still landed on my feet. So I'm okay. And so every time I went through that, making another risk, another risk, another risk, um, I gained a confidence about taking risks. And the only way you're going to be able to experience new things and discover yourself is if you take new risks. And that's not just in jobs, it's not just in locations, but it's also in taking risks in meeting new people that are outside of yourself. And that's not an easy thing to do because you become so comfortable with the people around you. You share stories, they're your confidants, they're your besties, they're the people that you want to hang out with all the time. And that's okay. It's okay to have those people as like a base foundation to come back to. But um, I, I think I've developed this 
identity separate from my groups of friends. And I think my groups of friends now have discovered and accepted that I am just different from them. And and sometimes I'll come out to gatherings and sometimes I won't and they don't take offense to it, which is nice over the years. They've kind of discovered that about me. But I, I haven't been afraid to take the risk and to be different and to meet new people and to expand on my social circle. And I've learned the wisdom that I've gained from that is that when you expand on your social circle and meeting new people, you unravel a new layer about yourself. And that's quite special. And so, you know, I used to think about life as getting to the destination, you know, finish that degree, get that house, find that man to get married to, have the kids, live the white picket fence, right? That's what society feeds us. But I have discovered over time, and it took a little bit of time for me to develop this wisdom is life is not a destination. Stop meeting the next destination after the next destination. It's a journey. It's a journey of self-discovery as you navigate different components in life. And this is really kind of the basis of, of the name of my podcast and the whole purpose why I do this podcast. It's as you go through this journey, you're unbecoming every time um, a layer of yourself to rediscover a new layer of yourself and Wow, I just, uh, that sounds really philosophical. <laughs> so I'll leave you with that to ponder on over the next week ahead. And I look forward to sharing my thoughts and my perspectives next week. So stay tuned to the next podcast episode. Have a great week ahead.